Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, September 23rd, 2023, and this is day 2103 days of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you, we praise you, and we glorify you above all others. There is none like you. Thank you, Lord, for giving us time to get things right, to get things together according to thy will. Thank you for your mercy and your grace that you have upon us. Even when we jack things up and don't do it according to what you've called us to do, you still have mercy on us and and allow us chance after chance. And I want to just say thank you, thank you, Thank you. I thank you, Lord, for speaking today that it will be all be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. So happy you're with us. Today's message is quiet before the storm. Quiet before the storm. You've probably heard that saying before. Uh, it, I, a lot of the old timers will talk about that. Uh, Well, this is what's happening here in Revelation chapter 8, verses 1 through 13. We're coming out of Revelation 8, verses 1 through 13, talking about what is about to happen now that the first uh, judgment has taken place, which is the seal judgment. Now the last seal judgment is going to be open and it reveals the trumpet judgment, seven of those. So it says, This is John speaking. He says, when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God and seven trumpets were given to them. And these were more likely the seven angels over the churches that we talked about in uh, Revelation chapter one through about chapter three. Um, so these seven angels were standing before God and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel who had a golden censer came and stood at the altar. Now that golden censer, and I'll be talking about that, uh, I'll just giving you an explanation, but it is a censer, um, it is a censer and it is typically used for burning, um, incense. Okay, so the angel, it says, the angel who had the golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all God's people on the golden altar in front of the throne. Look at, now this angel is standing before the throne of God with the prayers of the saints in a golden censer. The smoke of the incense together with the prayers of God's people went up before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar and hurled it on the earth. And there came peals of thunder, rumblings and flashings of lightning and an earthquake. Wow. And this this is representative of God's judgment released upon the earth in answer to the prayers of the saints for justice for those who had oppressed and killed them. 
and many of you have still been waiting on God to answer your prayers. This lets us know how valuable our prayers are to God. They are not in vain. So don't give up. Continue doing what God has called you to do. Verse 6 says, Then the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them. The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there came hell and fire mixed with blood, and it was hurled down to the earth. So this is another example. It's a strange mixture of hell, fire, and blood, which shows another supernatural aspect of the judgment. And then it says, and it was hurled to the earth. A third of the earth was burned up. A third of the trees were burned up. And all the green grass was burned up. So you notice that we talk about the the world system talks about global warming. It's absolutely true. The earth will be destroyed by fire. Uh, It's in the Bible. God talks about it. Uh, It's in either first or second Peter, but how the earth will not be destroyed by flood but will be destroyed again, ever again, like it was back in the day of Noah, but it will be destroyed by fire. So this gives us uh, insight as to what is taking place. So a third of everything, a third of the earth burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, a third of the green grass was burned up. The second angel sounded his trumpet and something like a huge mountain all ablaze was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned into blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea died. And a third of the ships were destroyed. And just just to give you an idea of what that is, you know, as a result of the of the first trumpets of the mid now this is the middle of the tribulation, the middle of the seven and a half year tribulation. So it's not like just instantaneously it happens over a period of time so the result of that fourth trumpet sound uh, a third of the earth and its vegetation is charred and burned a third of the sea can no longer provide a livable habitat for fish a third of man's ships and shipping capabilities are destroyed a third of the world's fresh water is poisoned you know, many people get bottled water now because they can't stand the taste of water. Well, this this is devastating here that's going to happen. And then here's the other thing. The sun, moon, and stars, uh, which we're coming to, um, are affected by natural upheaval. And a day becomes a mere 16 hours. Instead of 24 hours, now that a third of it is destroyed... There's 16 hours. The third angel sounded his trumpet and a great star blazing like a torch fell from the sky on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood, which means bitter. A third of the waters turned bitter and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. This represents the bitterness of God's judgment. The fourth angel, this is the one I was talking about, sounded his trumpet and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, a third of the of the stars. So a third of them turned dark. A third of the day was without light and also a third of the night. Very powerful. As I watched, I heard an angel. Uh, and as I watched, I heard an eagle. I'm 
sorry, that was flying in midair, call out in a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the trumpet blast about to be sounded by the three angels. So it is going to get even worse. The last of the trumpet sounds, and, and it got progressively worse from the seal judgments, now the trumpet judgments. And it gets even worse after the trumpet judgments comes the bowl judgments. But let's hone in here where we are. Let's focus on this. So point number one. Have you ever noticed how still and quiet the earth is before a big storm hits? This is what the trumpet seal reminds me of, our trumpet seals. With the half hour of silence in heaven before the revealing of the trumpet judgments. This silence seems to be a grave precursor to something momentous about to occur. Revelation 8 begins in the middle of the tribulation as the opening of the seventh seal starts the trumpet judgments. These judgments of the seventh seal are worse than all six previous judgments. Even with this, God's mercy is full in full action. There is still time for those left upon the earth to turn to him. It reminds me of when a hurricane or something like that is coming. The people are warned to get out because destruction is soon coming. Even with that, many refuse to leave. What is God warning you to get right before the storm? We must not take God's warnings lightly. We need to yield unto his will fully. Remember, partial disobedience is disobedience. Our partial obedience is disobedience. God is saying we need to obey him fully. We can't be halfway. He, he said uh, in the previous chapters that he will vomit us up out of his mouth if we are lukewarm. He said, I'd rather you be hot or cold. And these days, y'all, it is, it is coming. And not to be fearful, uh, but to be wise and full of God's wisdom and doing what he's called us to do, still enjoying life and obeying God fully. Point number two, this chapter also lets us know how valuable our prayers are to God. God recognizes the prayers of the saints from the smoke of the censer. As I said, a censer is a, is a container typically used for burning incense. As it is filled with fire and hurled to the earth, the, the mid-tribulation disruption of nature begins. Always remember that your prayers are not in vain. We must leave them at God's feet and not take revenge upon those who harm us. Our Father God has not forgotten you. Those prayers that you're waiting on him to answer, they're coming. The answer is coming. It's just a matter of God's timing. His timing is not our timing. A thousand years is like a day to God. So <laughs> you still got some time. 
I know it can be really frustrating because seriously, there are things that you're praying about and you're asking God for. You're praying for your loved ones. You're praying for uh, the pain to cease, whatever it is happening. And God is saying, I got you. It's coming. Praise him and continue to trust him. I'll never forget. This was some years ago uh, when I was down at our old church on uh, 21st and Prospect. And I've shared this story with you, but it was quite amazing to me how God answered the prayers of this young woman. I remember seeing her on the bus stop. This was around Christmas. It actually was Christmas, I think, or Christmas Eve. And, and I remember um, I always make or would make pumpkin bread or something special to give out to the people uh, at church. And so I had these little loaves of pumpkin bread that I had made, and we had some left after church was over. And and uh, as we were leaving and loading the car, I saw these two people standing at the bus stop. And uh, the Lord said, go give them the bread that you have left. And I'm like, okay. And it was like, you know, just you get used to God saying to do certain things and you don't even question him anymore. I've learned that. I just, I know I didn't tell myself to do it. I know Satan didn't tell me to do it. I knew it was God. And my husband and my granddaughter were loading the car and my husband's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going down here real quick. Ran down, gave them the bread. And I did not uh, say, you need to get saved. You need to do this. I didn't say anything like that. I just said, hey, please join us anytime, you know, here at our church and uh, your family, something like that. Anyway, uh, they went on about their way, and about maybe a week or two later on a Sunday, uh, there was this young woman sitting uh, at the front pew in, in church, crying and crying, and, and, and she accepted Jesus that day, and I remember going up to her and, and uh, talking to her, praying with her, and um, she said, you don't remember me, do you? Something to that effect, and I said, I don't know. I don't think so. And she said, I'm that woman that you gave the bread to that day. And I said, look at God. She said, that was some of the best bread I ever had. <laughs> and I said, well, thank you. And and she began to share some things um, with me about what she was going through. And one of the most important things to her was to get her child back. She had lost custody of her daughter and she wanted her child back. She wanted to get off the street. She wanted to get a regular job. She so many things. And so, uh, but the most important thing was to get her child back. She hadn't seen her in a long time and they would not let her see her because she was uh, not living a stable life. And we prayed. The saints, the church prayed for her. And I would say uh, within less than a year, saw her again. She was working. She said, I got a job now. She said, they're letting me have visitation with my daughter. I'm able to see her, you know, on a schedule. And I was just so blessed and so happy for her. You know how it is when you pray for somebody else and and you see the prayer manifested, the answers come. You're blessed too. You know, it's just so awesome to see others get their prayers answered. It's so awesome to get our own prayers answered. But to see that and to see her change from this sadness and hurt and just, you know, just bogged down with the cares of the world to see how God opened doors for her and blessed her. Listen, 
Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't give up. God's got you. He's going to answer your prayers. He's going to answer them in his time and in his way. Continue to do what he's called you to do. He loves you so much. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We thank you all so much. Your prayers, let me tell you, have opened so many doors. Your support has allowed us to serve so many youth. And your donations have also blessed us to get what these youth need and to help support and to grow the business and to pay salaries, so many things. So we thank you with all of our heart. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.